Oh, my God. Mac McClune. He did it! This was not on my list of songs I expected no. to play on day one. But. Well, we got to honor Mac McClune. Magnificent song. Wow. It is powerful, man. It sure is. 84 Olympics, right, John? Yeah. Um, I think it was the theme song, 84 Olympics. It's, I believe really. it was. Yeah. And Mac McClune, he had his moment. Does he ever play in another NBA game? He's been in two... <laughs> Two NBA games. Seltzer? He's got a better chance. This now. guy find his way in again? Probably. I mean, probably. But I mean, so not J- many. I, not James, many. I, James, I need your ruling. Phony baloney or just embrace it. They they went with it and it's all good. Mac McClung from the D League. Look, I'm happy for him, but it's a completely phony baloney. Like it's a, it's a travesty. <laughs> the dunk contest is done. Like it is lame. It is so broken. Like, just stop doing it. Well, you know what was I'm bad? Saying. The big guy, I forget his name. The big guy who just kept wanting to try to em- emulate Vince Carter by having uh, his Exactly. Arm it's like, stuck. dude, we saw it, and you didn't do it as good. You didn't do it as good. Like, Vince hung in the air when it he did awful. it. It was awful. And he wanted to open, an, open up an envelope, and he didn't open it. I mean, but uh, I thought the Mac McClung and thing was And real quick, can we be honest? Fun. Mac yeah. was great, but the fact that he's short and can jump so high and stuff, it helps him. Like, it helps him. It looks cooler because of, of who he is. You're right. It's the Spud Webb effect. Yeah, Spud had the same thing all those years ago. All right, we'll get into more with the All-Star game coming up shortly. John, go ahead, Bob. You know, listening to Rhea talk about the fact that the Eagles reportedly offered Jonathan Gannon yep. uh, King's ransom yeah. to stay more than what he's earning as a head coach. Did I hear that accurately? Base, it, it, what he said was they would pay him a new offer that would pay him more than being a head coach to stay. I don't know it's what he what he got offered yeah, by Arizona. Yeah. They were going to pay him a lot more than he was as a defense coordinator. It just it just makes me wonder. I think we should all be wondering, did we chase Jonathan Gannon Possible. out of Philadelphia? Possible. Because that is not a good job. It's a horrible that, job. That that Cardinals job, I, I don't think anyone in their right mind wants to deal with Kyler Murray and that front office and everything else that's going on. That division. Holy cow. Think of the the other coaches that yep. he has to face, with you know Kyler Murray as your hurt, you know, in, like. But how many opportunities? Starter. I you know I'm going to disagree with the chase him out of there because I well I would have probably been letting the charge and leading the charge up and fine. You don't get a lot of opportunities to get offered a head coaching job. Yeah, but I think I, mean, you I, I think it's I think it's likely that next season it was a small number of head coaching jobs available this year. I think it's likely that next year there would be more. Had he held out, had he held on, you blaming it on Angela? <laughs> I'm, look, I, I'm, blaming, I, I'm, I'm, I'm raising the question: Are we to blame to some degree? Could be, could Because does Jonathan Gannon like not? We know we didn't hear as much as we wanted to hear from Jonathan Gannon after the fact. It would have been mm-hmm. tough, John. If he stayed, Absolutely. It, it would have been tough. It was it was intimidating. The concept of returning to Philadelphia, I'm sure that was intimidating for Jonathan Gannon. The, the Eagles are now offering him head coaching money yep. to be the defensive coordinator, yet he still took a terrible job. Yeah. All right, oh, two thank one, you. Two one five five nine two. Yeah, we obviously have difference of opinions around here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, we'll get to more from the NBA All Star Weekend coming up. Uh, again, a lot today focused just on eight days after the game, after the Super Bowl. Uh, do you feel any better? I don't. I, I know the intensity of this feeling at some point will will go down. I get that, but I don't think I'll ever get over this one. Field flag overturn of Devontae. Better team lost the game. Better team was neutralized to a greater extent because of a bad field. 
Uh, plus, you know, individual players that played bad when you expected them to play better. Gannon did not have a good day. Sirianni did not have a good day. It's a tremendous disappointment. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Jimmy right now. Jimmy, what's going on, pal? Good day to you, fellas. Good day, Jimmy. Good day. Yeah, I wanted to be there with you for the shakedown cruise. <laughs> wait, wait, for what? The shakedown cruise. That's when you work all the bugs out. Oh, uh, well, listen, we're, we're trying here, my man. We're trying to trying to make it all smooth for you. Sounded good. Coming in good today. Thank you. Hey, uh, I uh, finally stopped biting the inside of my cheek and letting the blood run a couple days ago, but it's still a gut punch. Yeah, it's brutal, Jimmy. I mean, this, this one is going to hurt, I, I think, for as long as we live. I really believe that. Well, you know, we were 30 minutes away from winning the whole thing. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of that uh, locker room at halftime because uh, – that last 30 minutes, we flat out got out coached and outplayed. Sure did. Listen, it all cha- it all changed there at halftime, man. It really did. Yeah, and uh, and uh, like a lot of people, I think uh, there's a crooked side to that game too between the state of the field and the referee. And I'm uh, all I can say about that is follow the money. Well, I disagree with you on that, Mickey. So I don't. Uh, excuse me, Jimmy. I don't think this is one of those situations where. Um, you know, the fix was in, so to speak. I don't buy that um, because if they wanted to do it, they could have done that in a more hardcore way and not have it come down to the end. I, I just feel like it was just some really – look, the, the field was a disaster, inadvertently a disaster, and the flag was a bad flag. Jimmy, give me a great answer for a bad replacement. We're hoping we're not one of them. I hope so, too. Uh, when the Eagles uh, swapped – Sonny Jurgensen for Norm Sneed, I think, qualifies. It's a good answer, man. You trade a Hall of Famer early in his career. Sonny Jurgensen out. Basically, he's known as a Redskin. And the reason he's known as a Redskin is because, you know, he played for them the rest of the way. All right, John, I know Seltzer was cooking up, uh, getting some some people on here to welcome us to the show. And one of our one of our faves through the years with the Midday Show, he didn't do such a good job as a, as a trial what, what, what would you call him? Uh, a prosecuting attorney. Yes. In the trial of Joe DeCamera. Yeah! And he's still mad about it, and I tell him every time I talk to him or see him. But Mickey Morandini's a, a fine fellow. What's up, Mickey? Would you let that go? Please let it go. <laughs> but Mickey, I mean, that come on, chance. man. I mean, Mickey, it, it, is, it is what it is. Listen, you, you think if O.J. runs into, uh, uh, runs into Marsha Clark, you think he's not saying to her, hey, uh, I won, you lost. Well, I think that trial had just a little bit more significance <laughs> than yours. That's so true. <laughs> so, so Mickey, I was listening. I yeah. was going to get my coffee today at Wawa, and I heard you say a lot of times people think the show is about you, and you said, no, nah, we're a team. And I want to know, who are those people that really think the show is about you? Because it sure ain't me. The smart people, Mickey. The smart like, I'm ones. I'm going to listen to Seltzer and John and, and Ray. I'm not listening to you in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's understandable. All right, Mick. So let's let's talk some fills here, man. Thanks for, for calling in. This is great. Um, listen, this is going to be a tough division. Braves, Mets, Phils. Phils are, you know, considered third place going in by the odds makers. How do you size this thing up? Well, it's going to come down to health, I think. Um, the two big boys in New York got to stay healthy. They, one of those guys go down. I think they're in trouble. Um, and the two big boys in, on our team have to stay healthy. Nola and Wheeler have to get through the season with no significant injuries, I think. Um, but 
we're good. I mean, on paper, we're good. You know, everybody's good on paper, but I think we're better in almost every aspect coming into this year as opposed to last year. Our bullpen's deeper. I think our starting pitching's better. Our lineup's going to be better, a lot better once Harper gets back. So um, I'm a little concerned with our starting pitching depth. But um, other than that, I like what I see. Yeah, there's a lot to like. I'll tell you, Mickey, I mean, you mentioned the depth, and I know you're probably talking more back end, but I love Ranger. I mean, talk about a dude I trust, because you mentioned Wheeler and Nolan. Obviously, they're one, too. But to me, Ranger's a very strong third pitcher. Oh, no question. Um, and we all talk about it. Nothing phases him. He's very calm. Um, and he's pretty consistent. You know, he gives you usually five, six innings every game. He keeps you in the ball game. Uh, he's a smart pitcher. He's not afraid to pitch inside. Um, and it's always nice to have a left-handed starter on your squad, something we don't always have. You know, we always we really haven't had a lot of good left-handed starters in Philadelphia for really since probably Cole. So, um, Cole and Lee. So, yep. um, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a gamer out there, that's for sure. Is Bailey Falter going to be our five to start the year, another lefty? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I w- you know, I'm going to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me if they occasionally throw a sixth man in there because I think they want to give Nola and, and Wheeler a little bit extra time early in the season. I mean, they mm-hmm. did throw a lot of innings last year, and um, we got to keep those two guys healthy. So it wouldn't surprise me. And now if Painter makes that fifth spot, um, then Falter may be that guy that they throw in there every so often for you know a six-spot starter. But uh, uh, it probably depends on how Painter does his training, you know. And right. um, from what I understand, I have not seen him – electric stuff his command is really good so um i'd love to see him in that fifth spot for sure so when's it realistic to expect that they would bring him up well if, if, if he doesn't make it out of spring training i would probably give him at least probably eight to ten starts in in triple a maybe bring him up in in june if we need him i don't you know um depends how he's pitching how his health is now he's probably going to be one of those guys that they limit significantly in, 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 you know, pitches and innings and things like that. So he's probably going to be one of those guys that throws five innings a game if he can, and then you rely on the bullpen the rest of the game. But, uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but positive things uh, coming from Painter Camp. Well, it, it's great talking Phil's baseball. Mickey Morandini calling in here. Mick, I got a friend um, knows a lot about baseball. He insists to me that as great as Bryce Harper is, Trey Turner is better. And he says it's because of his, his speed, you know, his base running, and, right. his, and his defense at such a critical position. Do you believe, because we all know how great Bryce is, do you believe there's an argument that Trey Turner might actually be a better player? Well, I think he does more things on a baseball field. He, he steals bases. I think his defense is better. Uh, he can create some havoc offensively. Um, I think it's really hard to compare those two because they, they're different types of players. You know, Trey's a Trey's a guy, he can hit a home run. You know, he's going to hit you 15 home runs or so, 15 to 20, but he creates havoc on the bases, and his on-base percentage is great, and he can play a good shortstop. Where Bryce is just such an intimidating hitter, um, and, you know, obviously he can hit the long ball with the best of them. So I, I think they're just really hard players to compare. Well, they're both great, which is awesome, and not having Bryce for for what should be about three months, having you know Trey Turner in there is going to help a ton because they look they got through the no Bryce thing for a while last year, but that doesn't mean it's going to be as smooth again. I mean that was unusual that they played so good without him, and 
Hopefully they can pull that off again, but that's tough. Hey, Mickey, thanks for calling in the show, man. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Uh, we look forward to seeing you down at the ballpark, and obviously if I get in any, any trouble around here, I'll, I'll know to, who to have as the prosecuting attorney if we have another trial against me. What, every, what everybody but me? Yeah. Mil, Mil, Milt's my lawyer, and you're on the other side, and me and oh, yeah! We're going to take All care right. of business. Mickey, well, stay with you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you guys. Uh, have fun with the show. Thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks Mickey. Mickey. There he is, Mickey. Mickey. Gay Morandini. Hey, coming up here in uh, in one minute. One minute, we'll get into the all-star stuff from last night, including Joel Embiid playing when a lot of people thought he would not. Here's March College Basketball Tournament beginning March 16th from tip-off to the final buzzer. Guaranteed seating available at BetMGM Sportsbook and Bar and more. Not sure where to go? Go to Borgata's Central Conference Center to catch all the action with free public viewing. Bet your brackets at Borgata. Visit theborgata.com to reserve your seat and for more details must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER all right show to cameron john ritchie first show uh, obviously with the new morning show uh, first uh, day in here with without angelo imagine that for for 33 years certainly we want to make angelo proud and do a great show and hopefully entertain all of you for for many decades to come now john one of the most entertaining athletes in philadelphia and we got a couple big ones bryce jalen hopefully trey turner is of that ilk uh, and also Joel Embiid, highly entertaining. He did something last night a lot of people thought he would not do, and I'm curious if you're bothered by it, John, or supportive. He played. And, by the way, he played well, scored a lot of points. I think it was 32 points. Here's what Joel said last week. This was the quote uh, midweek, I guess it was, when the Sixers had played their final game pre-All-Star break. He was you know, asked about, is he going to play in the All-Star game? And he said, quote, that's not where my focus is. My focus is on getting healthy. I haven't been healthy. I've been having this lingering foot issue, according to the doctors, which needs a lot of rest and staying off my feet. I'm focused on winning a championship and whatever helps me get there healthy. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to see how it goes. Obviously, like the doctor said, I just need to rest and stay off my feet. So we're going to see. Then he played last night. I have no problem with him playing. Do you, John? I have no problem with him playing if it means that he's healthy. You know, he said it, health was the, the factor that would be determining uh, his appearance at the All-Star game. He was good enough to go. He played well. I, I mean, they didn't try to stop him yep. on, on many occasions, so that helps his cause. Uh, but he looked good. He was the first player picked, which I thought was cool. It does go to show you how prominent he's become. Oh, now, there's some dudes missing. There's no Steph. There's no Kawhi. You got some guys with injuries yeah. and Different factors, you know, Kevin Durant's out. So I thought the starting lineups, let's be real, they were weak. I mean, as NBA All-Star games go, it was probably the weakest collection of starting lineups I've ever seen. But the fact that he was, you know, pick, picked when he was, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's not the first time. I, I, I want to say now that they've been doing this, like the players pick the teams, Joel Embiid is highly respected, yeah. and we need to feel good about that. Him and Jokic on the same team, that was bizarre. It was <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> you kind of also want to see them square off against each other, right. and so you kind of lost that reality. Look, two other things to me really stood out last night. One, and I'm just going to say it, and I guarantee I'm not the only person that thought it. Seltzer, did you think of the name Markel Fultz last night? Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good point, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't if, in the moment, but like now that you're saying it, it's like wow, yeah. If you missed it, Jason Jason Tatum set an all-star game record with 55 points. John, I have a card in my hand. This card I have in my hand, literally the 76ers all those years ago could have written down the name Jason Tatum, handed in the card, 
might have already won a title, might be in the midst of, oh, I don't know, three titles in five years. I mean, think about it, guys. I mean, Markel Fultz, nowhere to be seen. An afterthought beyond belief. Trade it all those years ago for someone, I don't even think any of us can remember who it was traded for. It was basically like, let's dump his salary, let's get rid of this guy. Jason Tatum, early prime, and I emphasize early prime. He's probably, I don't know, 24 years old, 25. He's got a ways to go, man. 55 last night by Jason Tatum. So that's a killer. I mean, that that's just a killer. I think he it's was crushing. the second player selected. It was Joel and then yeah, Tatum. Yeah, he was. The other thing, and this was post-game, but I found this to be fascinating audio, and then right back to the phones, because it's one thing for – you know, a fan to call up and say, man, that game was garbage. I actually found it relatively entertaining, to be honest with you. I Look, I, I've, I've made my peace with the NBA All-Star game kind of being a joke, but I do enjoy seeing the the remarkable athleticism and the incredible excellence. I mean, when Damian Lillard just pulls up for a shot from half court with like 19 seconds left on the shot clock and he drills it like it's nothing, I marvel at that. So I actually have come around to being like, you know what? I'll deal with this nonsense. It's a track up and down, up and down, up and down. Did you but, marvel at Kyrie Irving? Well, I'm not a fan of him, although he, <laughs> he has some dazzling plays. He has some unbelievable plays. <laughs> but after the game, I listen, this isn't a fan. This is one of the coaches in the game. Mike Malone, who's the coach of the Nuggets, good coach, coach the West. After the game, I cannot imagine the league will be happy with what he said after the game. Listen to one of the two head coaches in the game, what he said about the game after it was over last night. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving, those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in, but um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but that that is a tough game to sit through. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, John, if if I'm the league, I'm ticked I'm at him, man. Because look, if he says it with a chuckle, then you know, <laughs> like it's. But I think he flat met it, and that that's that's um surprising that it would be said by someone as prominent as him, given that he was literally the coach of the game. If I'm Adam Silver, I'm pretty ticked. That that's you're you're dogging my product, and maybe it deserves some dogging, you know what, but not though, by the coach. I, but but his point was. It's a farce. I, I, I appreciate that, that he said Joel was piping up, imploring his teammates to play some defense. I agree, John. I think this is the type of thing that, that is not said enough about the NBA. And, and we often lament the fact that, you know, it, it feels like the agents and the players have too much influence over the way things yeah. go down. Like, this, is, this was music to my ears. I, I want the NBA to look the way he's describing. So it, it does sound unusual. Well, I like people that, don't usually speak out yeah. against the status quo, but the status quo is faulty, and I think this was necessary. Our dude, Joel, you know, being one of the I guys. I think it's great. I do too. Busting it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Now, look, I know there's some people out there bothered by the fact that he played after yes. what he said. Yes. And if, if you want to weigh in on that, please do. Two, Gian, one. Giannis played 20 seconds. Yeah, well, he's got a he's got more of an injury, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Giannis took himself right out. Let's go to the phones two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. New uh, new morning show here. We go to Dan in Philadelphia right now. Hi, Dan. What's up, guys? How are we today? Great, Dan. How's it feel waking up so early? Normal. Yeah. Been doing it for the last week. <laughs> Wasn't bad. Not normal. <laughs> Not normal. I thought it was two o'clock when I put my Odyssey app on. <laughs> Hey, listen, I think that the, the play that bothers me the most uh, after reviewing this game a thousand times in my head is that flag. Um, 
like the car said earlier, there there was a whole sequence of events that led us to that point. But for that flag to be thrown, not give us the chance, whether we would have won or lost, you know, who knows. But I think that that flag robbed us of the chance of a a good Super Bowl, um, which it was anyway. But it could have been even better. But the chance to to go redeem ourselves for all those yeah. errors that were made throughout the game. Well, Dan, I think totally, that's and to haunt me the most. Well, and by the way. It's multiple aspects of the flag. It's a flag on contact, but not enough contact to warrant a flag. It's the fact that the flag was not thrown until after the ball literally fell incomplete in the end zone, which was about a second and a half or two seconds later. I mean, that was clearly garbage by the ref, and it includes Mahomes turning, oh, where's the flag? Like that whole that whole thing, man, that's, that's a tough pill to swallow. Very tough. And that they were letting them play like that throughout yes, the game. That's You're right. But You're that, right. Yeah, that's what bothered me. Well, guys, good luck. Uh, awesome day today. Dan, I appreciate Thanks. it. Give us a great answer. Who or what uh, was a bad replacement? John, after I give this uh, explanation, I'm going to need you to uh, explain it to the audience, but your cousin Judy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Richie? Nice. He asked uh, you to explain. Go ahead. Joe, uh, his senior prom. Everything you're about to hear is not true. Go ahead, John. His date. It w- was debatably related to Joe. <laughs> yeah. He took his cousin to the prom. Oh, my. Yeah, except I didn't, and Dan just spreads rumors. I he think just... Angelo took his cousin to the prom as well. Oh, well, so that's. there you go. Yeah, well, I, I, every time I have, every time he says, it's not true. But he always says so it. So it was your cousin's it was a di- It was a different cousin's friend. And then my cousin Judy became part of the show when we found out she roots against me and beat the hammer, which is a travesty, by the way, which does go to show you, though, how incredibly obnoxious I am. Because here's the deal. If you were as good at sports trivia, and John, you're not, as I am, then obviously you too would be the haughty hammer. It, uh, yeah. Just, is, just is, there some, is there something here that we need to dig into? Does, does Judy resent you for the way that you treated her friend? <laughs> ah. No, there's deep-seated issues. Wasn't even Judy's friend. It was Kristen's friend. That's a whole nother matter. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to V right now in Sharon Hill. Hi, V. Hey, guys. Hey, John, James, Joe, and um, I'm sorry, Rhea. First <laughs> I'm talking with you. Um, the thing about um, last week, I still, like, I'm still bitter. Yeah. The, the field changes. Everyone's like, oh, well, the field was bad. I'm going to tell you, if I'm out on the field and I slide and I fall, I'm going to rethink the way I do things. And it probably threw a monkey wrench in everybody's brain. So they weren't thinking the same way, like when they first hit the field. The Devontae call was crazy. Um, the flag on, um, what's his name, Bradbury, I was like, he tugged his shirt. He didn't really hold him. Well, he did hold him, but to me it's just not enough of a hold. It, it, it was Oh, God, then the holes I saw when I watched football are brutal then. But um, I just felt that um, things lined it up. When I saw them slipping, I knew that this was going to be a problem from from that point on. And it proved pretty much to be. Sure Um, did. One thing that I do want to say about um, football, I understand everyone looks for a job and they hire head coaches pretty much after the – as priests. Um, as the um, postseason starts, but there's got to be some role because they knew um, Sykin got the job the day before the Super Bowl, and they kind of knew Gannon was out there. So, I mean, Sykin had a job. Sykin actually pretty much 
seemed like did his job. Gannon didn't adjust. I don't know what the issue was with um, during the Super Bowl, but um, it's like maybe he was thinking about his job interview. He might have been. I mean, listen, V. John brought that up right away after the game, and he and he wondered. And of course, he said later he didn't even know he was about to go to the Cardinals or even have an interview. But which seems impossible. It does. And 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 he had to. lost the game in the end because of things we did, but they were distracted. I think so, too. V, give me a great answer for uh, who was a bad oh, replacement. Can I just say that McClure, or what's his name? Hey, let him ball out. <laughs> he was doing a job interview. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I guess. All right, what do you got? Who, who's a bad replacement? Um, I'm a think back. I love the Bourne series. It was great. And then, and I love Jeremy Renner, but when he did it, I was like, no. That was a bad replacement. All right, you got it. Mm. Fee, always good to hear from you, and we appreciate that. Give him a McClunk. She did, man. Yeah. A McClunk, which is a shame. That is a shame. Um, Hey, coming up here in one minute, one minute, a rule change that could impact the Eagles and could hurt the Eagles. Big time. But it's a rule change that the NFL should make. I'll tell you that in one minute. Join me now and bet on pro and college hoops, hockey, MMA, and more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Bet on player points, assists, and rebounds. And you can check out Pro Basketball Futures. Our team now has the fifth best odds to win it all at plus 1,000. Our center has the third best odds to win the MVP. He's plus 600 to take on the award. I think this is the year he'll finally get the recognition he deserves. Join me now, and new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app. Start playing instantly with a Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Rich. It is the uh, new WIP uh, morning show here, and this is the part. I got to do it. Disclaimer. When some people are going to think, you're not an Eagles fan, DeCamera. How can you say what you're about to say? Well, because i got to keep it real. John, the league is talking about, and, and a nice job by Paul Domowich at the 33rd team with, uh, with getting Dean Blandino on the record. And he says, Dean, Dean Blandino says, uh, the competition committee is going to look into whether to outlaw what the Eagles did so effectively this year of having multiple players behind Jalen Hurts to push him on those third and ones, yeah. fourth and ones. Look, it will hurt the Eagles, but I do think it's a, 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 a rule change the league should make. I thought it was not bad football by the Eagles, but bad football for fans to watch, not here, but around the nation. It's rugby. That's a rugby play. That's not football. It, 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 it's, it, it's just, it lacks complexity. Um, huh. It was a tremendous advantage for the yeah. Eagles. I told you, Seltzer, you know, I told you probably in October. Early in the season. Early. I said this is a rule change the league should make, and I thought they probably would. It's, it's too easy. Look, you think Ky- Kareem Skyhook was automatic. This is the most automatic thing in sports since a Michael Jordan dunk. And it's just too easy. Well, 36 out of 40 conversions for the Eagles this yeah. year. I, I find it surprising that you, who thinks that the uh, the field and the officiating and everything else was stacked against the Eagles, <laughs> this is a 
rule change that will hurt the Eagles. It will. It will hurt our ability to extend drives, to stay on the field. But I I agree with you that, you know, back in, I think they changed the rule in 2005 where you could push the runner. Prior to that, you weren't allowed to do that. And no one even thought of it no, no, in all these no. years. No one and, even thought of it. And I agree. It's just, it's it's basic. We got really good at it. And and a big reason why we're good at it is our offensive line, you know, our center and yep. both guards, they're, they're road graders. They do a great job of moving people. And our quarterback is incredibly strong and he's a, a great runner. And so this is custom made for us to be great at. But it's not the football I want to watch. It's not football. Yeah. It's so rugby. I'm okay with it. I'm very aware it hurts us It a does. Lot. And, and I'm very interested to see what this new offense will do in goal line and short yardage. We don't know who our back is for next year. Right. We didn't have a back on the roster this year who was up, who's actually what you'd consider a goal line short yardage back. So that this is a whole new direction. It could change the way we approach this offseason. Maybe we prioritize yeah. that bigger back to, to put in these situations. We need to find a new go-to play because this is about to be gone forever. Yeah, they're saying they'll, they'll have the answer within about two weeks, which obviously will be before free agency. Look, the, the Eagles will still be pretty darn good at third and one and fourth and one because they have Jalen. And, you know, they were very effective with Carson with the sneaks under Doug Peterson. So they can still do it, but they just won't be as effective. And, and certainly it will hurt the Eagles because it was basically automatic. 215-592-9494. You want to react to that? You can. Also, a lot of conversation today about just do you feel any better eight days removed from the Super Bowl? I, for one, certainly don't. If anything, I feel worse. Look, after the game, I mean, James, you identified it last week. You think I was in actual shock. Yeah, because on Monday, you even kept saying to me, because I was yep. despondent. You were like, I'm doing better than you. And I was like, that's weird because right. I'm crushed right now. And then the next day you came in just how I was. Yeah, I think it was literal shock. And it has really set in for me in a big way. And I don't think it's going to change for me anytime soon. Let's go to Gavin right now in Harleysville. Hi, Gavin. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi, Gavin. Hey, just wanted to say I've been listening to you guys at the midday show. I'm only 21, but I've been listening for, you know, five, six years now. And Thank glad you. to have you guys in on uh, – you know, my drive into work and everything. That's Thanks, but, buddy. Uh, very much. much appreciated, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And, I don't know, I just want to say a lot of people, you know, coming off this loss, they're extraordinarily negative, you know, terrified. I think there's a good chance. I think everything kind of relies on Kelsey, whether he decides to retire or not. I think if he retires, every it's going to be a snowball, of person after person going. So, I think a lot of things – no, I di- I disagree. I, I, to me, there's nothing about Kelsey's decision that would set in motion others. I don't see how. I mean, why does one correlate with the other? You don't think? I I just think he's such a such a leader to the team, such a staple that some of the other players that might be on you know on the yeah. fringe as well as him. I don't I don't I don't buy that. I don't. I mean, if anything, it would actually open up cap space because then you'd plug in Jurgens, you know, making probably a million or whatever, and you'd actually have more money to keep other people. Gavin, give me a, what do you got on the Phillies here today, man? Talk to me. For the Phillies, um, I mean, basically same thing as the Eagles. I'm extraordinarily excited for the season. A lot of people are disappointed on the, on, you know, the result of the World Series, but I'm thinking about it from the point where that we almost shouldn't even have been there. So we improved on the team, picked up one of, if not the best player in the league, and I'm just hyped to see what they're going to do this year. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Gavin, give me a great answer. Who was a bad replacement? 
Yeah, for bad replacement, I was really, you know, for opening day Phillies tickets, I was thinking one of the worst replacements to the best manager that I've ever seen, uh, Ryan Sandberg. Boy, is that a good answer. That is <laughs> Ryan Sandberg for Charlie Manuel. Holy smokes, that is a big answer. Let's go to Todd in South Philly. John, you and I haven't heard from Todd in a long time. Yo- I saw Todd the other day. Really? I did. Oh, good man. What's up, Todd? Yeah, I miss you guys. I'm so glad you guys are in the morning show now. I know your sleep schedules don't agree. I uh, I tried to set an alarm for 5.30 this morning. It did not work. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I wanted to be one of the first callers, and I'm glad I'm getting on it all. <laughs> miss you guys. I'm so glad that this is going to be a regular staple in my day again. That's Hope awesome. you all are having great ones. But yes. real quick, just wanted to touch on Bryce Harper a little bit. Because over the weekend, I'm sure you guys saw Manny Machado came out and said, I am opting out after this year. And I just wanted to do a quick Bryce Harper appreciation uh, speech. Yeah, We got our guy. He came here. He did not take any opt-outs. He said, this is where I wanted to be. And I am so thankful for that because you do not see that from athletes anymore. And on top of that, he's put up two MVP caliber seasons, maybe three at this point, and I'm just so thankful that we got our guy. And whatever happens this year, we've got a core for a long time. So whether he's hurt, whether he's coming back at all-star break, I think no matter what, we're going to be in it, and he might just be what we need to push push us over the top this year. It could be. And listen, your point about Machado to start, Todd's a good one. I, I too, took note of that when the Machado news came out. That I mean, John, thank God we're not dealing with that reality on Bryce. Right. Because he easily had the leverage – four years ago to put such a clause in his contract. Yeah. And he did not. And, and look, Manny Machado, there was that, that, that was the big question. Is it, is it, is Manny the right guy for this town? And it's unbelievable to me that he set this, uh, you know, expectation where they offered him another five years on top of what he's got. And he turned it down and said, there's a lot of money out there. And indeed there is. And listen, Bryce is making a lot, but fortunately we don't have to worry about him opting out. Todd, give me an answer here, man. Who or what was a bad replacement? Coming off how bad the refs were in the Super Bowl, I just want to follow it up with the twenty. The early 2010s replacement ref well, it, from the refs. You're, you're right, and it goes to show you how much worse they can be. I mean, for all of our complaining about the refs, and rightfully so coming out of that Super Bowl, the reality is for those, I forget what it was, couple weeks, it might have been two or three or four weeks, 2011, 2010, 2012, whatever it was, I mean, they were a disaster. 215-592-9494. I'm just happy you want Bryce Harper here now. Remember when Joe wanted to yes. give him away for nothing? <laughs> It's like just to get rid of the contract, yeah. take him for free. Unload all the yeah. money. Pretty good. That pretty happy didn't that didn't him. happen. Well, you know the theory was Seltzer. He wasn't li- living up to it there <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> to you, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't. But to his credit, he got it together. I. I it'll take me a long time. Well, no, I will probably never live that one down. Right, John? Is that uh, appropriate? Uh, yeah, it's appropriate. It was a bad one. And I have that. Uh, Rhea, my my mm-hmm. girlfriend gave me a Bryce Harper. I don't know what you call it, like a print or something. Yes. Um, for Christmas. You didn't deserve. Yeah, the question is whether I'm even allowed to hang it. I don't believe so. I'm with Rhea. No. (laughs) You should give it away to somebody who's enjoyed him since he got here and stuck with him through, you know, getting through some stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed him starting around uh, July of year two. That's what I thought. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)